0: working with one wreck. This one's Charity Lane and Nick's Road. It did have some injuries involved. And we got a report of a tree down on Swancott Road apparently blocking the whole road. They'll have somebody on the way to take care of that shortly. Are you hungry for sweet and spicy? Popeye's Hot Honey Chicken, a signature sign, and a buttermilk biscuit, now only five bucks. University in Jordan, 72 in Jeff, and North Parkway. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI
1: Talk. Thousands
3: Half a brain tied. Well, not quite. More along the lines of just half a brain. And for a bonus, at least he made it into work this morning. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host. Hey, we never said he was any good. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk.
4: You know those people that that kind of stay on the outskirts and they consult and they, you know, from the back of the room, they go, hey, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) That's kind of what John Meredith did for a long time. And now he's jumped into the frying pan. How
5: are you, my friend? I am fine. How are you?
0: <laughs> I, I,
4: but, I mean, you were a consultant, still do some of that. Yes. And, and have been a lobbyist. and done, So you've been kind of on the outskirts of things, kind of trying to shape policy. And now you've stuck your head into the, uh, basically into the furnace. You're running for District 5, you know, Huntsville City Council. What, um, it, 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 did you, I bet there was a time in your life when you said, nah, I am never going to run for anything. or did Or did you say that?
5: I absolutely said that. I, I said that for decades. Um, you are right. I was a lobbyist, uh, in DC for around 20 years. Um, so I, I understand how the sausage is made. I understand the process, uh, who the players are. Um, I moved down here, uh, to Huntsville almost 10 years ago now and, uh, have, Provided political analysis utilizing both uh, my my knowledge and, and information about Washington to give a national perspective, but I've also built really good relationships here, particularly in North Alabama, um, and have provided some of my political analysis toward local and and, and regional uh, issues as well.
4: So you so should you prevail, you would bring that knowing how the sausage is made to council a little bit And this, and and you know again, it's not. Thank God, it's not like DC. <laughs> uh, yes, it is yeah, not. The or really really a little is. lighter.
5: Yeah, and most the personalities the are, yeah. are much better. <laughs>
4: but you know, we're we're kind of, and and you know, having come from mm-hmm. that environment, we're kind of in a bubble here, aren't we? I mean, we haven't really had any big, big issues. I mean, they're they're they're, all, they're, they're little skirmish type, type things, right? You're absolutely I mean, and, right. And We don't do stupid things. You know, we don't. Pass tax, we got to rescind <laughs> later, or you know, do something weird, and we got to rethink it. We seem to have had some pretty good, sound, you know, you know, hands at the helm over the years, and that's helped us get to where we are now.
5: Right? Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, right now we are seeing, at least as as long as I've been here um the underpinnings of of some real issues all right so um, what are they well right now uh police uh, uh reform or or the perceived but, need for police reform but do
4: we need police reform here is it a real issue
5: I, I i think it is uh i've only really i mean you know there are a lot of of small transgressions um everybody in town has some individual story um and it's not based on race i mean it's not Every black person has a story, and nobody white has one. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. White people have hey, stories, too. As I said to somebody, I
4: said, my sphincter tightens up when the blue lights go on, just like everybody else.
5: <laughs> and that's a natural reaction. Yeah, it's like, but, put my hands on the wheel. <laughs> but, um, you know, there, what happened in June showed what... Potential could be, and it was a bad scene, and it didn't happen once; it happened twice. But what happens? Mm-hmm. With, uh, let me ask mm-hmm. you this: mm-hmm. because
4: we've had this discussion with a number of people, sure, <clears throat> there was a pro- there was a protest. Yes. Okay. And over, down at the fountain, yes, uh, a lot of people showed up. A lot I, was, of good intentions, I was one of them. Mm-hmm. But then it goes to the courthouse. Yes. And the, and and protesters are allowed to have their moment at the courthouse. At some point. And I think Sheriff Turner, who who really was driving the bus, they keep mm-hmm. going after the mm-hmm. police chief, but it's really mm-hmm. Sheriff Turner's call, as I understand it, um, said, look, you guys got an extra hour and a half. This is it. After an hour and a half, look, our guys want to go home and we, we need we need to disperse. People were given an hour and a half. What do you do when people don't comply and when there are sweeps of the area and weapons and bricks and all those kind of things? I've even had somebody suggest those were planted so by the police. I mean, that kind of distrust we, we don't need,
5: do we? No, we absolutely don't need that. And um, you're right. There was an official gathering that happened in the park. And... I mentioned I was there at that event, and it was very peaceful and You know folks that left that uh, the the park protest had a completely different feeling in their heart than the folks that went up to the courthouse and i don 't mean at the time when I left. I saw blacks and whites and, and all sorts of religions all gathering peacefully to uh, to, to, to protest support of, of black lives and, 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 and police reform. Those that went up to the courthouse, the official event had ended. And you're right, the sheriff decided on an hour and a half. Well, an hour and a half went by. but. Even if they did sweeps and they found weapons, no one used any weaponry on the
4: police. But there were but there were things fired. Uh, uh, I mean not fired, there were things thrown. The, there's a the video shows there were things thrown. Fire the fireworks weren't thrown by the
5: police. To, to, without overstepping bounds and risking any any legal repercussions. There were fertile journalists there that actually recorded the police side of that. We haven't seen the pictures of the police and what the police were doing. That information has been given over to um, ACLU and uh, and others like and the, that.
4: And the police, um, the the community uh, group that advises police are are looking to do it as well. If, I don't want to, you're spend, right. yeah. I want to spend the whole hour on this because there's so nobody else. Yeah, Yeah. And I don't but, know
5: what they have seen. So. Yeah.
4: By the way, don't don't ever inhale your coffee. <laughs> that, that almost ruined. That, his that was interesting. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> won't we'll do that again. It <clears throat> was good coffee. I still need to inhale. Listen online to
3: WTKI Talk at WTKIRadio.com.
6: With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Colorado State President Joyce McConnell says she will launch an investigation into how the athletic department handled COVID-19 safety protocols amid a report that players were told not to reveal symptoms. The investigation stems from an article published in The Coloradoan. According to the newspaper report, Colorado State football players and members of the athletic staff say that coaches told them not to report COVID-19 symptoms and threaten players with reduced playing time should they quarantine. Roger Penske has reversed course and decided not to allow fans at the Indianapolis 500 later this month. The race will be the first without spectators. It was a flip for Penske, who purchased the brickyard in January and has spent every day since upgrading his new showplace. The pandemic forced the race to Change dates for the first time from Memorial Day weekend to August 23rd. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr.
7: Dell supports America's
3: entrepreneurs during Small Business Month with all you need to office anywhere. Save up to 45% on computers and servers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade to new modern devices with Windows 10. Plus, save on top-brand tech while enjoying free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-ASK-DELL to talk to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the tech that's just right. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash
4: smallbusinessdeals. deals. School goes on.
7: And Staples has everything to start the year right. From notebooks to sanitizer, laptops to masks. And all at amazing prices. This week at Staples, the TI 84 Plus
4: Graphic Calculator is only $88 and saves $60 on the color edition. Now
7: just $99.99. Shop in store or pick up curbside. School on, save on. At Staples. Ends at 15. While supplies last, valid in store only on select SKUs. Colors vary. Limit to curbside available in most stores.
8: Parents, would you drop your kids off at the pool without a trained lifeguard to watch over them? Before you drop them off for practice, ask your child's coach if they have completed their mandated Coach Safely training. That's right. The state of
7: Alabama requires that all coaches of kids 14 and under complete an online training course to help them recognize and
3: prevent sports injuries. Ask your child's coach if they are Coach Safely certified and tell other parents to do the
7: same. For more information, go to CoachSafely.org. Sponsored by the Coach Safely Foundation, Alabama Recreation and Parks Association, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station.
9: My name is Letoy Adams. I served in the Army. Being with Paralyzed Veterans of America, they have showed me so much is possible. I'm Sean Castle. I served in the United
3: States Army. I went from
9: laying in the hospital bed dying to being a professional
3: wheelchair basketball player. And it started with that one moment where there's life. I am unstoppable because Paralyzed Veterans of America is by my side. We, we are unstoppable. Learn more. At PVA dot
8: org.
4: Sunny today, thirty percent chance showers and storms. And uh yeah, I tried to inhale my coffee. It's so good this morning. I'm you know I'm sorry. Uh, ninety-one is what we're expecting for today, and uh we're at seventy-two right now uh John Meredith who uh political consultant uh running now for um, Huntsville City Council District 5 I want to get to the the one thing that I think is unique to this district it was until a few uh, uh, less than a year ago at one time it was the only Huntsville City Council district that when that covered two counties now, of course, you have. We're in Morgan County now, <laughs> yes. so that, that that distinction is now nu- neutered a little bit. But you are in a – the district, should you prevail, the district you would represent is far-flung. It's in two counties. It probably covers more square miles than any single district. But, again, you have to do it for population when you're putting mm-hmm. these districts together. How do you manage something like that? And is there confusion when you're out there knocking on doors?
5: There's absolutely confusion. Um, We had talked in the before the break about uh, the relationships that I've managed to create um, while living in in northern Alabama. That's going to help me tremendously in the fifth district because, like you said, it is an amalgamation of a whole bunch of different geographic areas. Um, You have North Huntsville, predominantly black, developed. Mm-hmm. Has parks, has senior centers, has rec centers. You have west of the arsenal, not a library out there, um, not a, a, a green space, ballpark, recreation, or senior center out there. You got all pro- the Providence would from- <laughs> be Providence is, is on the other side. Oh, okay. of, of the arsenal. Ah, you know okay. Bridge Street is on the other side. Once you get west That's of right. Bridge Street, yeah, there's right. nothing there. So Ooh. they have a completely different set of issues. Now, just within Madison County, now you add the Limestone County and areas of the city of Huntsville, you have a completely different set of issues. For instance, their water is not supplied by Huntsville Utilities. Correct. It's supplied by Limestone County Water Authority.
4: And, and they get the utilities and, from Athens <laughs> Utilities. Exactly.
5: Yeah. But the price ranges are different. The support, what you get out of them, the customer service, completely different. But they're city of Huntsville. So then we wrap around the city of Madison. So if you're north of 72 or south of 20, you have a completely different experience. You're going to have to deal with Madison. When we buy uh, products, you spend our retail money. It goes to benefit the city of Madison because that's where the stores are.
4: Right. So well, I don't know. You got that? Uh, I think what is your Home you Depot You have some Umstow things and... in the northern part, yeah. but
5: for the most part, you're going into Madison to do it. Mm-hmm. And and what I, I say all that because I have the relationships with the people that run those particular jurisdictions. I'm the guy that's already having weekly lunches with them and guys uh, night out with them. I know them. When you know someone, you're far more likely to deal with them and negotiate with them with someone who's never reached out to you in the first place.
4: Is it fair to say, and, you know, we we joke about how many cranes are in downtown Huntsville. We Mm -hmm. haven't gotten the 10 we were Mm -hmm. expecting, but we also didn't expect the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. So construction goes on we have developments all over the place but the one thing that district 5 has that that is nowhere else mm-hmm. is the diversity of development because mm-hmm. look at all the industrial stuff that is mm-hmm. happening and district 5 just happens to hold the one of the largest single car plants in the world yes. right yes i mean that, that that's that's and the growth that's going to come out of that probably will benefit athens and madison probably more than huntsville and some because huntsville's kind of catching up there but you're going to have a demand for more subdivisions as time goes on in District 5 if we don't already, right? Yes, but hence it's
5: part of the problem. Um, they're building rooftops out west, out in the area you just described. What they're not doing is what they're doing here in downtown Huntsville and surrounding areas. And that is smart growth. That is mixed use. That is... If you're gonna put up a hundred household, make sure that there's a, a dry cleaners there. Make sure that there is a nail salon place. Make sure there are services, fast food places for them in their area. But if I got to drive almost ten miles to get a burger, that's crazy. But how how government? You don't want
4: government. Mandating that there be this and that. You kind of massage it, right? I mean, there has to be kind of an encouragement. You could do things like, like give tax incentives. I mean, that's what we did There's for not Whole Foods in the and all District. that. Do we need you a TIF? We need a TIF out there?
5: If that's what it's going to take for the quality of life of people in that part of Huntsville to match up with this part of Huntsville, then yes. I mean, right here in your neighborhood, you've got Stovehouse and Campus 805, two entertainment districts within, what, a half a mile of each other. Where's the entertainment district in North Huntsville? Where's the entertainment uh, district out west? They don't exist. We would, you know, the the 5th, the, the north part of the 5th district has bus service. You get out of limestone County, you get out there, again, west of the arsenal, there's no bus service. But They how- reduced the rate of existing bus lines, expanded them out here, and there's no way to get out west. If you, have a, if you live in North Huntsville and you have a job west of Bridge Street, there's no public transportation to get there. You're right. We have all this industri- industrial uh, um, development out there with great paying jobs and no public transportation to get people from North Huntsville out there.
4: The The problem, this has always been the problem mm-hmm. with public transportation, right? It, it's not one of those things where if you build it, they will come. <laughs> there has to be enough of a market for it to, to make it, you know, you're never going to make money on public transportation, I don't think. It's just going to be, it's going to be, at it, 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 it best, you break even, Right. And well, I don't know that it, changing it from shu- shuttle to orbit is going to make that big a difference, but they it, did what they it, did. It
5: does for the hundred people that live in North Huntsville that would be able to go to work and earn a, a living wage. It To them, yes, that makes a difference. And, so, and government isn't always about turning a profit. Government is about services to people. And if you have a bus route that goes directly to Polaris, that is a stop right there at the door... People will take it, even if they have their own car. If it's more economical for them to take the bus, they're going to take the bus.
4: So is this maybe, uh, again, without having government provide all the solutions, is this maybe a question to have with Polaris and Toyota and Mazda and, and a lot of these companies out there? Say, would it be worth it for us to have your employees come into your front door? You don't have to provide parking for them. Why don't you give us some kind of incentive to bring a route out here? Is that the kind of discussion maybe I, you have? I, I would love where you have
5: public-private kind would, of cooperation. I would love to have those discussions with those employers as well as developers to to, to bring that mixed use out out west. Because it
4: doesn't always have to be government providing the solution, right? It can be a combination. Absolutely. We do that all the time. Absolutely. Right? Yes. So, yes. it, it, and, and you know, I live I live just east of downtown, so mm. I don't even, it, as much as I know, because I can see it on the map, right. there's, a, there's a lot of Huntsville in Limestone County. Yes. I just don't think about it.
5: No. And I guess nobody else does either. No, they don't. And unfortunately, our incumbent council person would appear not to either.
4: So you got a multitude of priorities. I mean, this this is not going to be you know, should you win this thing, this isn't going to be an easy area to serve, right? Because you have so many, I wouldn't say competing interests, but you got a lot of different interests. But but in a
5: way, it makes it almost easier to serve them. Because it's almost a city in itself? No, because they have been starved so long that any attention paid to them is going to be well received. When right now our, our incumbent, Seems more engaged in the Northwest Bypass, more engaged with increasing the number of hotel rooms in downtown uh, Huntsville, more engaged in the commercial development of mid-city than he is about paving neighborhood streets or addressing the, the dilapidated buildings out in North Huntsville. Or the lack of a library or green space out west.
4: Now, Mid-City is in District 5, right? It
5: is in District 5. But, but it's, it's not a, the only
4: thing in District 5, but is what you're saying. it's not the only thing
5: in District 5, plus who is it serving? Yes, it's nice to have a recreational area. It's not an entertainment district, but it's a nice place to spend money. We're in a COVID pandemic. How much money are we going to be spending in Mid-City right now? Well, I hope pretty soon this <laughs> is over. <laughs> He's with us for the rest of
4: the hour. John Meredith is uh, vying for District 5, Huntsville City Council. we are got a whole slew of them. We're getting in here trying to get as many in before uh, August 25th as possible. Because it is August, you know.
3: Be able John to pet the pussycat up. and keep you informed all at the same time. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk.
0: Got one accident working. This one is near Hazel Green. Charity Lane and Nick's Road, that one did have some injury involved. Still may be trying to get it wrapped up. Everything else has been running smooth this morning. You definitely want to be careful as you head in. Snelling needs a part-time receptionist to work 11A to 4P and a receptionist to work 6.30 a.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. Huntsville.Snelling.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72
1: and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Sometimes live.
8: 7931
2: The bond we share with our pets is undeniable. They fill us with love, comfort, and joy and they deserve the same As pet owners, we want to care for and protect our pets. Sadly in homes where domestic violence occurs pets are often victims too Hi, I'm Russell Wilson. Each year, millions of domestic violence victims stay in abusive situations because they fear for the safety of their pet. With less than 10% of domestic violence shelters allowing pets, too many lives remain at risk. Victims of domestic violence should never have to make a choice between their own safety and the safety of their loved ones, including pets. That's why the Banfield Foundation supports programs that provide temporary shelter and veterinary care so people and pets can find safety together because when we help pets we help people too to learn more and get involved visit banfieldfoundation.org slash safer together
10: if you've tried to create a stepping stone pathway you know leveling them can be a challenge i'm danny lipford with tips for today's homeowner stay tuned and we'll talk about a way to simplify the process right after this Mold on your siding, moss on your roof, mildew on your deck. The easiest way to get rid of it all is with Wet and Forget Outdoor. There's no scrubbing, no rinsing, and no pressure washing. Just spray and leave. Wet and Forget Outdoor is non-caustic and safe for any outdoor surface. Just spray and you're done with Wet and Forget Outdoor. Get Wet and Forget Outdoor at participating Ace, Walmart, and Lowe's home improvement stores. Or visit Forget.com for a store near you. A stepping stone pathway is a great solution to a beaten down track across your yard. But the key to a good installation is keeping the stones evenly spaced and level so they're safe and easy to navigate. Sometimes after you dig out and level the soil for a stone, it will rock when you step on it. Rather than trying to find the high spot, figure out where the low spots are by rocking the stone side to side or front to back. Then toss a handful of sand into these spots and replace the stone. Now wiggle the stone back and forth with a little pressure on top. You'll compact the necessary sand and force out the excess so that the stone sits firmly in place. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner.
3: Samsungs are here. The new Samsungs are here. Samsung's big unlocked event this week. We're going to see new Samsung Galaxy Notes. The Note 20. It's even bigger. New watches. New buds. And I'll talk about it. Tell you what Samsung announced. And whether it's worth that or maybe getting that new Pixel 4a, there's lots of good stuff to talk about. Each and every week we talk tech right here. Leo Laporte, the
7: tech guy. Join me, won't you? I'll be looking for you. Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk. The Alabama Securities Commission regulates the investment industry in our state. Financial professionals like investment advisors, stockbrokers, and their products must be licensed. Fraudsters are looking to capitalize on the recent volatility of the stock market due to the pandemic. They will advertise investment opportunities related to the coronavirus, like new vaccines, cures, or new personal protective equipment. They tempt investors to act now and promise these investment opportunities will skyrocket. But the product is non-existent, and the fraudster will take off with your money. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Protect yourself before you invest. Call 1-800-222-1253 to ensure that the person or company offering you the opportunity and their products are properly licensed. Again, call our investment hotline at 1-800-222-1253. Also, find free financial education material on our website at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim.
3: Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on WTKI.
4: You know, he spent all these years, you know, outside the circle, pointing his crooked finger. You, you, and now he's going to go into the circle. Um, <laughs> oh, you're not that bad. Uh, John Meredith, uh, political consultant, has uh, also been a lobbyist and and now would like to throw his hat into the the ring of fire. Funsville uh, City Council District <laughs> Five. It's you know, it, it, for for the most part, we are blessed with the fact that we don't have. You look at other governments, and you look at mm-hmm. some of the things that have been going on around the country, and some of the sheer nuttiness. And we don't have that, thank God. But you you are running for a district where there there seems to me, but from from my from my vantage point. It is so far flung that you almost need neighborhood associations kind of help and be their own advocates, very much like South Huntsville has done. And you probably need maybe not one out there, but you probably need several that maybe not, don't compete with each other. But you, you, you have so much out there as far as square mileage mm-hmm. that the only way I think you serve is you have a lot of, you're going to have to have a lot of boots on the ground, right? Or a lot of ears. To the ground, nothing else,
5: right? A- absolutely, and really that's the cornerstone of, of my campaign. Um, right now, the, the constituents of District 5 feel that their voices are not being heard, um, their outreaches are not being returned, and obviously public policy is not serving them, at least in a tangible way. So... What I propose to do if elected is I'm going to keep regular office hours at City Hall. Three days a week I'm going to be there. If a constituent is mad at me, they can come down there and tell me that they're mad at me and tell me why they're mad at me. If they're happy with me, they can come down there and they tell me that they're happy. But more important than that, they could tell me what issues they want me to support, what issues they want me to press for. Um, we don't have that right now. Um, one day a week, I'm gonna be in a neighborhood. So if you can't make it downtown, if there's no bus it is service, a long drive, yeah, right. Or, or if you don't have a car, there is no bus service in your neighborhood. Then I'm gonna come to you. Constituents of District Five are gonna definitely feel a tangible difference on day one. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there to echo their voice. They're gonna hear. I'm going to hear from them, and that is what's going to drive public policy. If people tell me that they want their city streets done and they're not so much worried about other things, then by golly, we're going to get neighborhood streets paved. If they tell me like they're telling me on the campaign trail, that their storm uh, water runoff issues, uh, erosion into their their uh, backyards. They're losing fences. They're losing trees. We're going to address that. Um, folks out west want retail. They want mixed use. We're going to address that. If downtown Huntsville can get mixed use development, then by golly, the folks out west can get mixed use too.
4: What about some specific things mm-hmm. that you would that, that that would be quick fixes? Give me some ideas of some things that would make a difference, day one.
5: I, I think uh, getting, uh, I always want to call it Crenshaw, but it's Capshaw Road. Put, we need to put in a sidewalk. We need it to make it safe for residents in that part of the city of Huntsville to be able to walk down the street without fear of getting killed. There have been deaths on that on that street. Um, another thing we can do is, again, the mixed use out um, in uh, the south part of the western uh, Part of uh, down by uh, uh, Highway 20, not yeah, old Highway 20. Edgewater down park. kind of that way, right? Yeah. We need to complete Zert Road right now. That thing is the most expensive walking bike trail in the city of Huntsville. Um, it's crazy, it's three miles of road. It's been seven years. There's no excuse for Zert Road not to be complete, and Martin Road stands to be the next boondoggle out there, unlike. This part of, of Huntsville, there are two major roads in all those neighborhoods. And when zert floods or a tree goes down or the arsenal traffic is backed up, it's a nightmare. We need these streets to be functional, and right now they're not. Um, out, out north, we need to rehab some of these uh, dilapidated commercial places. We need to make them attractive again. We need to get businesses in there that provide services to those neighborhoods. And we need to provide more than anything else. Good neighbors, and what I mean by that is the the uh, quarry is really has people in the north in, 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 in an uproar because of their unscheduled or at least unannounced blasting and the personal property damage that it 's causing that nobody either in government. Or the quarry seems to, to really care about. You
4: know, and with construction and development going along, and, and that's the result of it, yes. right? I mean, the reason, they were saying it would be, you know, a dozen lifetimes before that, you know, <laughs> that, that mountain goes away. Mm-hmm. But that quarry, since I've lived here, has changed, the side of that, that face it has changed, changed a lot over the years. I don't live up in that area, mm-hmm. but I've heard that before, yes. where people, there's dust coming from it, oh, and, and, and the fact that there is some blasting going on, and there have been concerns, and, and I think this it, it, has come it's, before it's, council, it, it's people far, have cracked foundations and that Exactly,
5: because kind of it's far more than just dust. It's cracked foundations, it's personal belongings getting knocked off shelves, it's windows cracked and busted. I mean, so it's more than just a little dust.
4: How do you mitigate that? I mean, obviously, you can't get rid of something that massive. How do you? How do you? Again, how do you coexist in a situation like that?
5: I think a, a bare minimum start is to announce the blasting so that there. What little homeowners can do to protect their property, they have the opportunity to protect. You know,
4: even the arsenal does that, right? Not um, all the yeah. time. Now, see, but, uh, hey, we're going to be doing a big test. Uh, you may hear some rumbling. Exactly. We we'll hear that from, from and, the and arsenal, I live, right?
5: I live where arsenal blasting impacts my house. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it drives the dogs crazy, and it actually shakes our house. So I get it. Uh, but that's a different issue
4: mm-hmm. than the quarry. But at least they're sa- they're saying, hey, we're going to be making some noise to
5: that. Uh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, again, yeah. different issue. But but yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. at the bare
4: minimum, ask, is that Vulcan? Who owns that? Is that is that a... Uh,
5: to be honest, I don't know, so I'm not going to comment because okay. I don't want to I don't either. But, it. And
4: I bring up Vulcan because Vulcan's been it's in a business guys. for a long yes. time. Um, but but look, it's that's not going to go away. I mean, obviously... All this construction is Mm -hmm. uh, the result Mm -hmm. of what you're seeing up there is is the demand for gravel and Mm -hmm. stone and everything Mm -hmm. else. Uh, it's got to come from somewhere. Right. right. And, and that's and, where it's and again, coming from. again, good
5: neighbors, let us know when you're doing it if there is a way to use uh a, a, a lower, uh not voltage, but... um A lower charge. A lower charge. Yeah. You know, maybe multiple lower charges that don't rock foundations and that sort of thing. Maybe that's possible. You have to get into the science of that. So mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with that. But if that's a, a possibility, perhaps that could happen. I mean, there there are ways. There are ways.
4: So, uh, that has been, if I recall, because I, I remember, I don't know, a dozen years ago probably, reading a story about somebody showing where their walls had cracked <laughs> and, their, <laughs> and their foundation had been damaged and all that. So, so that's kind of an ongoing Concerned. Oh, I'm,
5: I'm, I'm being shown new damage as as I campaign. People are, you know, come and look in my backyard and you see the erosion from the storm drain ditch has encroached into their property and their fences are, are falling down and the trees or are, 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 the roots are being exposed, that sort of thing.
4: I want to focus a little bit because we spent a lot of time on District yes. 5, yes. which is good because it, <laughs> there's a lot of it out there. But back to City Hall. Yes. You know, you're one of you know, one of five votes, right? Yes, sir. Um, Until we make a change. And should the council be bigger?
5: I think so. And one of the reasons is what you described earlier in District 5. District 5 could easily be two districts. However the population is is the issue there. Um, So, yeah, I think so. I mean, you've got the city of Madison, which is much smaller. We District 5 alone surrounds their entire city, and they have seven uh, to represent their citizens. So the more council people you have, the more representation an individual uh, citizen has. And to me, that's always good. Now, you get to a certain point where there's too many and it's unmanageable, Mm -hmm. but certainly I, I think Huntsville can... C- can readily justify an increase to seven.
4: You know, the, part of the reason is, and it, it's part of the reason we're still under a consent decree for most of the schools. Yep, it never goes away. Yeah. So yeah. Well, the last time this discussion came up, there was a, there was a pretty, I thought, heartfelt argument for seven districts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you get the feds involved, mm-hmm. and then you got to have a, some court decide what the lines are going to be. I mean, it, it it it's not a simple process. Well, right.
5: I, 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 it, it, my understanding is the number of city council seats is tied to the number of school board seats, and that number is set at five. That is my understanding. Yeah.
4: There uh, are other issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would yeah. have to match right. as well. Right. Yeah. It, it it gets a little interesting. Yes, sir. All right. couple, but we'll let him do a little politicking at the mm-hmm. end, which is custom here as well. You've never gotten to do that. Yeah. going to be a politician this time. Uh, John <laughs> Meredith running for District 5, Huntsville City Council. More coming up. Small Business
3: Advocate, Jim Blassengame, Saturdays at 2 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk
0: they may still be trying to wrap up one wreck. Charity Lane and Nick's Road. Then we had a report of a tree down on Swancock Road. That one could be causing a bit of a problem for you. Is that mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off on the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oral device, insurance-approved for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE or randalsandland.com. Captain Nick and the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk.
8: Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens.
9: Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it.
10: Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. Make a
5: plan today to get your eyes checked.
8: Visit brightfocus.org to learn more tradition
4: at Stanley is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides. Fried pickles, fried green tomatoes, hot stuffed peppers, mushrooms, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub. Stanley Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Follow Stanley on Twitter for weekly specials.
1: if you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. 800-626-4910.
0: I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went
5: down.
3: So old that he just might qualify to be a star on The Walking Dead.
4: Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Well, me hopes it doesn't burn much, uh, jumping into the ring of fire. Uh, and it, it is not so bad. It's full city council. It is, you know, one of the things I thought of, just John Meredith joins us. He's running for District 5. I, I thought at one time I would want to do this, and this was, hmm. my daughter was seven at the time. And um I then I realized how much city council people work.
8: Mm-hmm. And you said
4: you were going to be in the office what, 3 days a week? If you
5: downtown and once in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh
4: th- th- there's no no rest. It's there it, although it's be. a part-time job, it's a full-time job. And that's what you're asking for, right?
5: That's what I'm inviting the constituents of District 5 to take advantage of. I, I want to return government back to the people. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do is represent people.
4: Let's get to the um, the council itself. Yes, sir. We are, and, and I think sometimes we're in a bubble, right? Because the rest of the country isn't seeing what we're seeing. I mean, every week there's some kind of something that says Huntsville's number one at this, number five at that, mm-hmm. number one place to move for a job after the
10: apocalypse,
9: right? <laughs> yes. After the pandemic.
4: <laughs> I mean, we have a... That's a blessing, but it's also a huge challenge, mm-hmm. right? Because yes. as we try to accommodate the moving in of all these people, we've got to provide the services. We've got to be able to, you know, without breaking ourselves. Unfortunately, we've had some good leadership there as well.
5: We absolutely have. And uh, <clears throat> frankly, we're doing pretty darn good. Um, COVID, unfortunately, has finally impacted uh, uh, the, the coffers of the city. Um, we, we have less, less tax revenue and other revenues coming in. Um, it took a while, um, but, you know, lodging is, is a big component of that. It's, it's really almost dead at this point. So there are going to be additional challenges uh, that need to be met with fewer uh, dollars.
4: And we have something going for us. Uh, the, the part of that story that grabbed me was, yeah, we got revenue down what fourteen percent. I think yes. they said. Yes. They haven't had to tap any reserves.
5: I know. And that's I mean, that's that's, that's fiscal. It's fiscal responsibility paying off. Uh, it took years to get us in this position, and we're benefiting from it right now.
4: So the one thing we don't want to do as we continue to attract more people. Uh, from a lot of different places is we don't want to start spending like drunken sailors.
5: Well, we can't, and frankly, because of the impact of COVID, we don't have that money. So, no, we're, we're not going to spend like drunken sailors. Oh,
4: right, Some cities just throwing throwing caution to the wind and doing it anyway. If,
5: if you do that, <laughs> ultimately, you're going to hurt services elsewhere um, because you can't run a deficit at that level. So. Yeah,
4: you always have to pay the piper. Exactly. Yeah. One more with John Meredith, and we'll let him do a little politicking at the end here. Uh, coming up, he's running for District 5, Huntsville City Council.
1: Talk radio doesn't have to be boring. Hey, it's Joe Pags today at 5 on Talk Radio for the Rest of Us, 1450-105.3 WTKI Talk.
9: I'm Liz Klayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Hilton says the COVID-19 pandemic had a significant impact on its business in the spring quarter. It dropped nearly 80% in the period. Its loss was even wider than expected. Hilton says fewer than a quarter of its rooms were filled in the period and people staying in its hotels were paying less. The pandemic has impacted both vacation and corporate travel. Hilton, Marriott and Hyatt have all laid off or furloughed thousands of employees. Electric truck maker Nicola also lost more. More money than forecast in the quarter. It does say it's lining up a partner to manufacture its Badger pickup truck and expects to announce developments soon. Backyard pool sales are soaring. Reuters says some companies are sold out until next year and there's a shortage of pumps, heaters, and other materials. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosolda invested in you.
10: Guys, who needs an Untucked shirt right now? How about anyone who's considering putting on real clothes for the first time in months? At Untuckit, we design shirts to be worn untucked, so comfort is our thing. Our shirts are the perfect blend of comfort and polish, so the next time you have to roll out of bed and straight into a Zoom call, reach for an Untucked shirt instead. Use code AUGUST and save 20% off your order at Untuckit.com or your nearest Untucked store. Untuck it. shirts designed to be worn
2: untucked.
0: We are dealing with a heavy traffic load. We had one injury wreck, Charity Lane and Nick's Road near Hazel Green. That one should be very close to clearing. Everything else looks good. You be careful. Maybe we can keep it that way. Injured in a motorcycle accident? Send your Timberlake and leak can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI
8: Talk. Home at last. <sighs> Dear Lord, you know what a rough day I've had at work. Please help me to leave all
7: my stress outside so I can focus on the precious people inside. Help me to give them my undivided attention without distractions of the workday. Amen.
8: Mommy's home. Mommy. <laughs> Here's the beautiful family I've been missing all day. For tips on spending quality time with your family, visit Facebook.com slash Make Every Day Count.
7: The Alabama Securities Commission regulates the investment industry in our state. Financial professionals like investment advisors, stockbrokers, and their products must be licensed. Criminals disguise themselves as financial professionals to defraud Alabamians out of their hard-earned money. Investment fraud can mirror the latest headlines, like finding a vaccine for the coronavirus or rebuilding communities damaged by storms. If the person is putting pressure on you to act now, this is a huge red flag. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Protect yourself before you invest. Call 1-800-222-1253 to ensure that the person or company offering you the opportunity and their products are properly licensed. Again, call our investment hotline at 1-800-222-1253. Also, find free financial education material on our website at ase.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station.
3: On the air with newsmakers that are on the scene. Late Night with Jim Bohannon. Weeknights at 9 on WTKI Talk.
5: <laughs> what is that one? I can't think of it. It sounds like a Philip Sousa uh, hmm. tune. Is it? Is that's, it
4: souza That's a little old Miss for you right there. Oh. Uh fights how
5: That's why it's familiar. Yeah. I, I, just, I thought it was familiar because it, like something it was Susan, Susan and Susan had, as, is everywhere. Yes. But.
4: Huh. I bet he would have done a great he job. He tries to suck up wherever he can. Uh, no, he's so, right,
5: though. I, I should have known that. that? I All guess right. I'm talking... Oops.
4: He's focused. He's focused on city council. That's what he's focused on. Uh, John Meredith is a candidate for Huntsville City Council Five. And uh, all right, for a long time you've been on the outside uh, yes. as a consultant, kind of telling other candidates, "Here's what you ought to do." <laughs> yes. Um, what, what is the if, if you were to name just one thing that you would bring to the council should you prevail on August twenty fifth? What would the one thing? that would make a difference? Where would you make a difference on the council? I I know representing your district's one, but what what would you bring to the council as a whole?
5: I think the ability uh, to have some empathy for the other side, if you will. Um, I'm not going to let a a label, a title, keep me from instituting good policy. Um, Both sides uh, of, of the political spectrum are Americans they want what's best for america they want what's best for their country their city um, and, and their voices need to be heard and we need to try to create policy that represents as many people as possible and i think that by presenting reasoned sound arguments amongst the con- the, the fellow council people that we can start to to pull away from our particular party or our particular ideology and even our particular district, so that we, as a, a city, represent everybody, as many of those people as possible.
4: You know, it's interesting because I think, and, and, and again, cooler heads, smart policy, I think. The one thing we have in North Alabama, and I think because of the federal presence, was to go to nonpartisan elections. And a lot of times you can tell whether somebody's conservative or or liberal. Yes, But allowing for nonpartisan elections, a lot of of people who were employed in or around the federal government allowed them to seek local office because it was nonpartisan. And I think that's brought a level of civility to it as well. Uh,
5: Absolutely. But over the last few elections, we've, we've lost sight of that and uh, party affiliation has become an issue. Well, because it was
4: thrust into the campaign a couple well, of times. E- exactly, yeah.
5: and we need to we need to move away from that, because the nonpartisan nature of the office is part of what makes it so beautiful and what makes it function so well.
4: And at the local level, it doesn't matter whether it's an R or a D. I just want my trash picked up.
5: Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Fill my pothole.
4: A good I don't idea. care whose asphalt it is. A, a good idea <laughs> is a
5: good idea. A bad idea is a bad idea idea and we need to separate our our policy and our ideology from good and bad
4: all right uh, as as policy here we try to do this all the time uh give you the last little bit here to do some politic and tell people where to find your campaign and get involved why john meredith for uh, huntsville city council district five
5: because i am the best positioned candidate to bring unity um i can bring the north and the west together i can unite limestone county huntsvillians with madison county huntsvillians north and and west latino and black bring everybody together and get their voices heard return the power of people to government and let that infect the other districts district two and district three and district one will say hey wait a minute the people over there in District 5, they go to their council person. And next thing you know, he's talking about it at the council meeting and trying to get other councilmen to support it. That needs to happen here in our district. And that's the beauty of unity.
4: Rob betting you got some places where people can find your campaign. absolutely. Where do they go? Uh,
5: Facebook, John Meredith, for Huntsville City Council. Um, and if you want to email me, it's comments, the number four and Meredith at com.
4: All right. Great to see you. Thank and uh, you. good luck. We got a sir. whole slew of people running for public office this time, which is encouraging, too, and some new faces. It and is. And some old ones, too. John, great seeing you. Good oh, luck. Thank you.
3: I'm Mike Gallagher, the happy conservative warrior. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 here, where Huntsville comes to talk.
4: The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6.
1: Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not.
3: Celebrating capitalism and freedom, 24 hours a day, 1450 a.m. and 105.3 FM, WTKI Huntsville. WT-